Okay. Um, if you remember that after the after the introduction to the Sefer, Kohelas decided that he's going to try and be Mavara and Posse Yudbeis and Perik Aleph Yudgemel Nosatias Lid Belidrash Veloshu Bechokma Kolesh Anasa Tachas HaShomayim Remember that we said that in Kohelas, whenever it says Tachas HaShemesh, that's describing the world in its physical sense. Shemesh is the thing which is Shailat, which controls all of physical existence. And that's always got a pejorative mashmoz in Kohelas. Tachas HaShemayim, remember we said that it's the safe of Yira, and that Yira has to do with Shemayim, that's why we talk about Yira's Shemayim. So, what he was trying to do was to see which is the derech of Avoida for a Yoreh. The determined showed that the Sefer is an analysis of how Avoida Miyira is supposed to run. How do you serve the Rabbani Shalom Miyira? And Kohela started trying to analyze that, trying to figure out how that should work. So his first experiment was that he would go totally with Chachma. That his whole occupation would be with Chachma, Lodas Chachma, to analyze it all, to try and understand it in every detail. You remember that we explained that the reason for that was because there's a very close association in Torah between Chachma and Yira, and Yira and Chachma and Chachma and Yira, that if you want to be a Yore, you need to analyze what it is that the Rabbinish one wants from one. You have to understand the world in contrast to Ava, where the idea is to keep away from the world, where you're sort of Makusha with the Rabbinish Lalem, and that's all you have. If you want to be a Yore, you have to know how to be ASIC with the world, how to do, what to do, how to understand things. So he wanted to go kulay with Chachma and understand everything, understand the nature of people, understand the nature of Hashgacha, why things happen, how things happen, what does the Rebbeinshim precisely want, and that his whole Gisha was a Gisha of Chachma. And that didn't work. Because he saw Brav, Maber, Chachma, Maber, Ki Brav Chachma, of course, the Yosef Das, Yosef Machayv. It didn't work for him. We'll see still more in detail why it didn't work. So now in Perry Base, where we're starting, he's going completely to the other extreme. Omatian he believed Okay. If Chachma is not going to work, maybe the right way of avoider is completely the other extreme. Let me pour out my wine, enjoy. So I give up Chachma. Chachma is not working for me. I see that I cannot understand. There's no way of understanding how the world runs. It's beyond human comprehension. Okay? So then I won't bother with it. and have a good time. 
But in Egamu Hovel, turned out that, that was also a Hevel. It didn't produce what I needed to have produced. The Schoikomati Maholal, laughter I saw was always mixed, that's how Rashi learns, mixed with tears. Well, the Simcha Mazo also, and Simcha wasn't getting me anyway. See, what was this Havamina? I mean, what would be the Mahalach? That this should be a reasonable way to go. And what kind of business is that to forsake Chachma completely? So the answer is that there are two Mahalchem like that in Avodah. And throughout Tanakh and throughout Chazal, you always find these two middles, these two approaches to life, sort of bracketed together, <coughs> as seemingly as two ends of poles, in other words, two opposites, and the way it serves Hashem. One of them we call Yashras, and the other one we call Tmimus. The mitzvah in the Torah, Tomim Tihyem Hashem Elekecha. What does Tmimus mean? What does Yashras mean? Tmimus is a way of serving Hashem without trying to understand. I don't understand the Dark Hashem. I don't understand what its purpose is. I can't have the responsibility of trying to fend for every kashya. But I know that Hashem is there. I experience Him. I love Him. And I want to do what He wants me to do. That's Tmimus. Yashus, straightness, that's the Hergish, that's the Gisha to avoid of wanting to understand everything. Everything has to be rationalized. I don't want to do things unless I understand why I'm doing them, how I'm doing them. I want to engage my mind in my service of the Rebbe In a sense, but only in a sense. There's a shtickle machloikas rishonim in this. The general approach to serving the Rebbe and interestingly enough, the Rishonim derive opposite ideas from the same Kosuk in the Torah. There's a big Asak in the Rishonim. Whether a person should know with his mind and understand with his mind the Ikre Emunah. Everybody knows that Yid has to know that there's a Rebbeinah Shleilam, that he's a Yochid, that he's not a Baal Kuf. There are many truths about Hashem, about his Torah, about the world, which a Yid has to know. 
The Rambam boils them down to certain Ikrei Amunam, other Rishonim have different Rishbanas, but they are Ikrei Amunam. Somebody asks you, stops you in the street, and asks you, what's Bistu? Who are you? What's a Yid? So what you tell him is not a Shaila, that's a tactical Shaila, how you can help people best. But what's your own answer in your own mind? Yoyna says, what did he mean? He meant, I'm a person to whom the Rebbeinu exists, to whom Hashgacha exists, to whom Yichud exists, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Lakein, Hashem Echad, whatever that means. The Inyonim of Emuna, which a person has to know, Yid has to know. And it's important to know that, because we ever come across, it's Moruvach in the world. It's, if you ever read anything, it's impossible not to come across it. Judaism is a religion of action, not a religion of belief. It's nonsense, not true. Yid has to be Maimon, and Maimon, the Muna Shalemon, all the Ikhaya Muna. But the Shaila is is it necessary, or is it important for me to be intellectually involved in these things, that means that I go and try and prove philosophically that these things must be true and I sit down and I try and figure out or I go to a Rebbe who can teach me the proofs that there has to be a Rebbe and that he has to be one and that he can't be a Balaguf and that he has to be a Balyachailas and that he's able to be Mashgiach and that he makes Nevu and that he gave a Tyrant do I have to be a philosopher? Is it my khir to be a philosopher and to analyze these questions, examine them, prove them, cope with the problems which they raise, know the answers? Is that what I'm supposed to do? Oh no. The Rabbi of Mirzak my father told me this, my Rebbe told me this, and I'm a Kabbal, I'm a Maimon. Not interested in the proofs, not interested to try and prove that these things are so. I'm a perfect Maimon. Anima Amin Ba'emunoshalema. Now there are different schools of thought in the Rishonim about that. Roughly speaking, the Rambam, Chayvus Alvavas, two people who hold very, very strongly that it's necessary to be able to prove these things. Your emuna shouldn't only engage your heart, should engage your mind, should know why you believe things, what it's all about. The Ramban, Yudha Levi and the Kuzari, hold differently. Interestingly enough, the Rambam and the Ramban derive their conflicting ideas from the same person. 
When Moshe Rabbeinu asked the Rabbeinu Shalom, look, you're sending me to Mitzrayim, they're going to ask me who sent you. Mashmo, who is this Rabbeinu Shalom who sent you? What shall I tell them? So the Rabbeinu Shalom answered, tell them, Ehiyah Sha'ehiyah. I shall be that which I shall be. What does that mean? What, are those, what does that phrase mean? So whatever it means, the Rambam learns Pshat, that Moshe Rabbeinu was told, explain to them the necessity of the existence of Hashem. I am the one who must exist. I am the necessary existence of the world. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu was told to explain to the Yidin why they have to believe in Hashem and why it is necessary that Hashem exists and why it is necessary that he should be interested in them and want to take God on his side. The Ramban <coughs> brings a Chazal, same Pasuk, says, Lama Zetishalishmi, tell them, if they want to know Mashimo, Tell them, relax. It's not something that is important to you. Ehya in Mohem, but so And Tasha'ehya in Mohem, but so racheres. Yikra'uni, vani'ene. Let them daven to me and I will answer. And they'll know who I am. They'll experience me. Moshlemo adobadoyme. You go to a tinoik, you go to a baby who was nursing by his mother. And you ask the tenant, prove to me that you have a mother. I want an intellectual proof that you have a mother. So the kid's going to laugh his head off. What do you mean? Now here I am nursing by my mother. Yeah? I should tell you I have a mother. Yeah? Let them pray to me and they'll know that there's a Rebbein Shvan. There are two Maharchem in Rishonim. There's Yashros and there's Tmimus. The Posig and Mishle. Posig and Mishle describes the Torah. It says, Yitzpain layesharim tushia morgain lehorcheitam. It says about the Torah. Yitzpain layesharim tushia it contains in itself help for the Yeshorim and it's a morgan, it's a shield for the whole time. What does that mean? So go and learn chat. The Yeshorim needs help. If you're going to be analytical and you're going to be examining everything, make sure what the logic is, what's the Mechaev, why, where, what, how, so you can go very calm. You need help. You need help in your thinking. What are the shaitas I should be asking? What are the answers I should be giving? What's acceptable? What's not acceptable? What makes sense? What doesn't make sense? You need training. So Yitzpain la Yishorim Sushiya. The Torah contains that training. Morgain la Chaitan. And it's a shield to the person who goes with Tmimus. He doesn't need help. The person who goes with Tmimus, he's not thinking. He's just following. He needs a mug, he needs a shield. If you're walking down the street, somebody calls for you. 
and you go and answer, your mother calls. And you come running, say, yes, mother, I'm coming. So there's a hole in the street, you fall into it. So you need a morgan. You need to make sure that there's no holes in the street. Don't need help. Don't need help to run home. You need to be protected that there shouldn't be anything on the way which can hurt you. So those are the two drachen. That's the Yosha. Yitzpah Shor and Tashir. Torah contains the help which the Yosha needs. It contains the shield which the tongue needs. So which is the right derech? Ought we to be Shorim or ought we to be Tamimim? The motion for the Indian of Tamimus Beis Halevi, the Chazal say on the Pesach, we in Sitkos Chotzedek, we say, Odom Uvehema Tashia Hashem. So we talk about the Rabbani Shem being Mashia, Odom Uvehema. So what's the Pshat, Odom Uvehema Tashia Hashem? So the Gemara says, Elu Pnei Odom, Sha'arumim Bedaas Ker Pnei Odom. They are cunning, knowledgeable like humans. Umeisimim es atzmam ki Behema. And they make themselves like Behemas. So it's a mitzvah to be like a behemoth. It's like the people who are smart, but they forget about their smartness and they make themselves like behemoths. So what's the mitzvah to be like a behemoth? Let's allow you to pshat. Have it in Kiddushin. You haven't got there yet. When you get to the dinim of Meshicha, so the Moses says, you be kind and ever with Mashiach. What's Mashiach? You pull him along. But the Gemara says, like this. A behemoth, you can also be kind with Mashiach. But when you kind of behemoth with Mashiach, you don't actually have to grab the animal and pull it. If you whistle for your dog, or you call to the animal, and the animal comes running, because it's trained that way, you're kind. That's Mashiach. If you call the Ever and he comes, not kind. It's not a nice Mashiach. Why? Because the Ever comes al das atzmoy. He's not coming, the Psalm is that your voice schleps him along. He hears you calling. He considers, should I come or shouldn't I come? And he decides to come. That is not you who's moving him. It is he who's moving himself. You want to be kind and ever with Mashiach, you have to physically pull him along. But to call him, that's his own decision. That's what the Beis HaLevi says, that uh, They make themselves like a behemoth, in the sense that the Banisham calls, here I come. I have no das of my own. I don't serve Hashem because I consider in my mind the possibility of maybe not serving Him and then I decide, well, it's a good idea to serve Him. No. I'm like a behemoth, like Kaira Lavibo. You call me, here I come. That's Tmimus. So what's better, Yashras or Tmimus? Possekin Tillim, where David Amelo said the answer to that. David Amelo said, Time 
Both Tmimus and Yashros keep me going. In other words, both are indispensable drachen in serving the Rebbeinstein. The person would say, I'm not interested in understanding anything. I'll do what the Torah says, leave me alone. I'll do whatever the Torah says I should do, and lost me up. I'm not interested in this, I'm not interested in that. I just want to do. He's not serving Hashem fully. Hashem gave you a head. He doesn't only want you to serve Him with your hands, He doesn't only want you to serve Him with your feet. He wants you to serve Him with your total being. And your total being includes your head. You got a head? Think. Try and understand. Yashas. You have to have to be understood. What's the division? You can't understand. Well, you can't understand. Not everything you can understand. People have problems. And the way the Rabbi runs his world, Sadiq Varala, Rosh Hashanah Madura, Derech, Rishon, Salcha, Chabakogaz. We have problems. Things happen. We don't understand them. We understand. There are mitzvahs which we don't understand. Doesn't make sense. Why should I? Why should I? Why shouldn't I sometimes? Rabbanishan teaches us in his Torah drachen which occasionally are misnugged to our way of thinking. Why should this kid be a nunzer? Was it his fault that his mother was Muzana when she was an Eshazish? Why should this Isha be Zokukli Yibam or Lechalitza from some kind of schlack who won't give it to her unless he blackmails her for $10,000? Why should it be? Where's the Yosha? There are things in the title which don't make sense to us. We don't understand. Mitzvahs which we don't understand. Amelius which we don't understand. Amhogus which we don't understand. Amdosus which we don't understand. We don't understand. Tmimus. That's where Tmimus comes in. Time, the Yosha Yitzvah. Tmimus is Yashas. The person doesn't engage his mind. Where he's able to engage it. It's not a good effort. Not serving to the Bainishan with every faculty which he has. If he says, I'm not going to accept what I don't understand, he's a shaitu. It has to be a tonin. You can't understand everything. That's the gather. Shraddha Melech in his experiment over here Didn't have that yet. That's going to be the next stage. But right now he was disappointed. He saw that he couldn't understand everything with Chachma. So he said, fine. So we'll try it without. I'll not engage my mind. I'll be Isaac in Simcha. And essentially that's what the Rebbein Shom wants. He wants us to be happy. If you have any sakers about that, look in the Torah. 
Oyun person is a human being and he cannot be mafka his mind. He can be mafka his mind in areas where it's obviously beyond him. But to be mafka his mind completely, that's not what the Hubanshan wants. The Hubanshan wanted a man, he didn't want a behemoth. He wanted a ben Odom who is Orum Vedas given a Odom who makes him ask like a behemoth. Yeah, right? In other words, if you are Ben Adam, that you understand circumstances and situations where it is important to be Mesim as Absmaki Behemoth. That's okay. Oh, but some of Behemoth doesn't it? Somebody who doesn't think. So, it was Hebel. The Stoiko Mati Malal, the Simchon Mazayasa. Gimel, he comes out now. With the derech, which our seichel would have told us should work. So what did he do? Tarti belibi. Tarti is the same lotion which we know from Kirshma, but it's a suru means to explore, <coughs> means to look around. Tarti belibi limshoch bayayin as besori. Okay, I'll try and live a life of luxury. But the Libby no At the same time, I want to be Isaac in Chachma. And to take a hold of folly, make that part of my life too, can't be constantly involved only in Chachma. I want to take hold, I want to make part of my experience also other aspects of life, we'll soon see how he did that. Maybe this is the ideal way to be a yore. A combination. On the other hand, so I'm doing both. What did he do? He galtimasai. He did something which sounds very strange to us. But initially bought him, built houses, but had to kram him, made vineyards, or sicily gannois, or fadesim, orchards, not had to bring him, it's called peri, or sicily brechos mayim, lahashkois mehem, waterworks, yatsa meher eitzim, forests, the greatest treasures, the kind of treasures with which kings pride themselves, or Sicily, Shorim Vesharos, Vesanugas, Neodom, Shedov, Vesedos, whatever these things are. Because I was able to get the money from the 
an absolute ideal, as we would probably describe it. Both feet planted firmly in Al-Mazer, same time, Eichas B'chachma, very, very happy. The interesting thing over here is how the touch to Apostle He was very happy. You know what he was happy with? He was happy with his Omar. He was happy with the work that he did. And as long as he was busy getting all those things in place and running around to flea markets, buying bargains and getting around and getting everything built up and nicely set up, he was very happy. What a disappointment. Remember? He started off in Pasuk Right? Right? He started out to try and find the right derech in Yiras Shomayim. And he did all these things. We'll see why he did them in a moment. But when he turned around, the whole thing fell flat. Nothing. Right? As long as I was working, as long as I was building, as long as I was digging my gardens and planting them and making sure that everything was beautiful. It was a lot of fun. I was being creative. It was nice. It was a happy period in my life. Once I had it in place, when I was able to turn around, when the Omar was finished, it wasn't Tachas Hashemayim, wasn't an act of Yira, it was an act of Tachas. Now, what went wrong? But in order to understand what went wrong, we first have to ask ourselves, what was his hammer? Is this a job for a Jewish boy? Is that the way a Yid ought to be? To go and build himself houses, and gardens, and orchards, and swimming pools, and Shidor, and Shadows, and Shavon, and Shavos, and Avodim, and Shvachos, and Kesef, and Zohar. When you hear about Gedalia Yisrael, is that the stories that you hear about them? You hear about them different miles. I mean, is that Taka such a Mahalach? Is that such a Mahalach? I mean, Shreim Amelach, Chacham, Kal Adam. Does it make sense? Is there anybody who would tell you that? If you go to any, any uh, guidance counselor, and you ask him, how am I going to be happy? So he's going to tell you, take all your money and just keep buying. Right? Buy nice houses, buy nice orchards, buy nice fields, buy... Yeah, everybody knows that that's not going to make you happy. I mean, what was Shlomo Miller thinking? I mean, that, that's the most trite and obvious piece of common wisdom well, yeah nobody, nobody doesn't understand that that you can't buy happiness that you can't buy 
Zufriedenheit with a bunch of, 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 of houses and swimming pools. So what was Shaima Mela's heaven in it? Why did he think that this might click? Who wants to suggest an answer? Any offers? What was he looking for? He was uh, not coming to buy houses. He was, uh, it seems that the whole point was that he was building and stuff like that. Of course, I mean, the whole house that was taken first of all all the time um, was, we'll be saying, maybe he was looking at the point of buying houses, not what happened. He's not saying I was buying houses. He built them. He needed to build them because without building them, they weren't there. But what he wanted was, like he says, I wasn't my near anything from it. Right? Right? That was the shit. The shit was, don't deny yourself anything. Right? Everything which you can possibly lay hands on, buy. Buy, buy, buy. If you don't have it, build it. If you can get it, buy it. What did he think? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I understand that. I understand that. He, he, it wasn't just that he wanted to own them. Obviously, he wanted to have them in order that he should be able to use them. But do you think, ask yourself, right? If somebody came along and said, look, I want to make you happy. Yeah? Would you tell him, okay, listen, you want to make me happy? Fine. Give me a million dollars. Yeah? And I'd go and I'd buy myself a yacht. And I'd buy myself a swimming pool. And I'd buy myself a, 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 a Cessna, a Vierstas, a plane. So then you'd be happy. Do you think you'd be happy? To make what? So I don't understand. So if he's going to do it to have a Vaidas Hashem or to do a Vaidas Hashem, so let him do a Vaidas Hashem without it. Do you feel that you are missing in your Vaidas Hashem because you don't have a Yat? Okay. Alright, that's legitimate. But let's, let's see whether, whether we agree that. Okay, no. No, well, I don't know whether you were there when we learned about that. The Tachas HaShemayim in the Megillah, this Megillah here is a search for how to serve the Rebbeinah from the Deirat Yira. That's what the Megillah is all about. What? No, it turned out to be Tachas HaShemayim. But his search work was Tachas HaShemayim. If you look in Pasuk, um, Uh, right? No, he is looking for the right there. That's the whole context of the Megillah. Yeah. It's not much more that way, is it? I mean, he said, like, he, he, he didn't want to deny himself anything. That's what he said. He didn't say, I want to free myself. He said, everything I wanted, I bought. 
It's a very beautiful thought. I think it's a very beautiful thought. Otherwise, we'll need to explain it a little better and understand it a little better. But I think you have an excellent point. I mean, it doesn't say anything different much than you said, right? But it, it, it puts it into a very, very reasonable kind of perspective. Otherwise, if you look around the world, and you see that the Rabbanishlam had something in mind, he didn't just make a, a vitamin pill tree, right? And uh, tell people go eat vitamins, right? He made an apple tree and he made uh, steaks and he made um, ice cream, right? There's a shlal of hanas, there's a terrific world out there. What does that say to us? You have a very, very beautiful point. Okay, now that's not something to discuss with Agalachas because it's very important, basic. Time's up, so let's leave it till next week and if you're...